are backstage with the Soundcheck, and I'm your host, Haley Pearl, the world's rock and roll girl. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with the Soundcheck. As always, I'm your host, Haley Pearl, and I'm here to bring you some new bands with some new music updates. With me today, I have two members from a new metal band who are here to discuss their debut full-length album, Side Effects. I'm Jay, I'm here, and Trauma, and you're watching Backstage with Soundcheck. You know, we're in this crazy time of the pandemic still, and everything's still a little bit crazy. So how are you guys doing besides making music right now? Well, I think things are going pretty well uh, as of right now. Um, you know, we've been working hard as you know. We've been in and out of the studio over the past year and a half, um, you know, up to our release. We're really excited to uh, get the sound out. So we've been pretty much practicing on music, trying to get more live shows, get back out there, get back to the swing of things. And uh, focus on promoting our new album. It's yeah. Still about, still about getting back on stage and uh, you know being able to bring live music back to the people. Um, I know a lot of people have been missing it. They've been stuck at home naturally. So I mean, just ready for everything to start opening back up again and slowly start playing shows again. And give people what they're wanting. Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, let's talk about your new album for a second. I am excited. How do you guys feel about releasing your first full-length album? I mean, for me personally, it's 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 been a long road, um, long stressful road, a lot of hardships, um, a lot of hard work to uh, get to this point. And now that we're here, it's just you know I I couldn't be happier with what we've accomplished. I agree. I mean, this album is literally six years in the making. I mean, we started this, you know, it was originally with uh, our old drummer, me and Jake Dewey, in 2015. And we started with a live band in 2016, which happened to be with us, um, our original bass player, Dylan, and Peter and Walters. And throughout the entire process, you know, there was a bunch of writing, and you know, we had a couple songs we put aside, and a couple songs that we kept. And uh, when we got this new lineup together, we ended up rewriting a lot of stuff. Um, Obviously, we kept the main core elements, but we changed a lot of things as far as drums, bass, even vocals. Um, Peter really delivers on this album. I think anyone that's listened to our past stuff, I promise you, you are not ready for what you're about to hear vocally from this man here on this new album. And I'm extremely proud of what we've been able to accomplish as a full band. I will say that, the, like, like he said, it's been a challenge because it's taken us five years to get this down, you know what I mean? He, we just don't believe in releasing something unless we're 100% know that, hey, this is what the fans want to hear. You know, yes, we write music we want to, you know, hear, but at the end of the day, it's about the fans because that's what's going to keep us going at the end of the day. So, you know, this album took a little while just so we can really dive down. But you know, I always say you only, you have so much time to write your first album. You know what I mean? So we just want it to deliver and I feel like we did the best that we could, and we put our all into it, and I think the fans are going to really appreciate it once they hear it. Absolutely. Let's go into the new stuff that you added really quick a little bit. What are you excited to show listeners with this new music, and what should they expect? I mean, I, ch- I changed up a lot of my, my uh, vocals a little bit. I do, right. I do a little bit of, I do a lot more higher screams now, and uh, 
more, I do, I do some, uh, some more throat streams, I would say. Um, and I also, I also got some cleans in there now too. So that's right. People cleans, finally, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I definitely, I agree. Um, also, you know, Z man on drums, like he really stepped it up on this album. I mean, he, he literally took the blueprint and made it his own and made it 10 times more than what we ever expected it to be. I think that really stands out. It's every member in this band, you know, especially you know, with Zev, there's some bass solos in there, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm extremely proud of my entire team here in Head Trip for just really digging deep into what has influenced us to put into the music, but to not be afraid to try something new. And I think a lot of artists, they get stuck in this thing where they repeat themselves. And our goal with this album was to be like, okay, guys, this is our sound, but we're also growing as musicians as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? You should be proud because this album totally kicks ass. It's really, it's heavy. It shows head trip trauma to the best of, of your ability right now. And I can see a lot of growth already with the music that you are producing and bringing with this new album. So I'm really excited for other listeners to hear, you know, it's awesome. Let's talk about the title track off this album for a little bit. It's the only one with a little bit of clean vocals. It definitely brings one hell of a punch instrumentally. What was the motive from the band in doing side effects with the only track with clean vocals? So during the writing process, um, they'll usually write the song. They'll, they'll, they'll have a set structure. I'll listen to it. I'll start putting my inputs on it. And then once I feel like the structure itself is, is, is good, then the three of them will go to the studio and do a rough, a, a rough recording of it. Um, and then once I got the rough recording back to start writing vocals, everything just came. Like it wasn't, there wasn't any hesitation. Everything just, it just flew from my head to the paper. Like that song, it just spoke to me on, an, on another level more than any song that we've ever written spoke to me before. I felt, I felt everything that you know, the three guys were putting down. I, I felt everything. Um, so their lyrics came as a as a simple beat for me. Like you know, my a lot of what I was going through at that time is in that song. Um, I, I had just went through a uh, extremely bad ten year relationship. So you know, all that's in there. So I agree. I definitely will say the side effects. Um, you know, being one of the songs that has the cleans on there. I think what made him really pursue with that was just the emotion behind the shit he was going through. You know, anybody's, you know, think through heartaches know how hard that is. You know, some people it's easy just to move forward, but 10 years and you have a child with that person, that's really hard to overcome. So a lot of his pain um, is in this album. And a lot of us have pain that's put in this album too, but don't get me wrong. You know, we got some, you know, songs like animosity that bring in, you know, the energy, um, you know, Songs like Unchained, um, you know, obviously Glass Jaw, Head Trip. So, you know, the whole vibe, it's literally a roller coaster, the side effects. And the reason why we named that song, you know, the whole album side effects off of this album um, was because of that. Because every track is literally like some real shit that everyone's either going through or he's going through. And it's like a journey from, you know, beginning to end. It's like a complete head trip. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, that's why we went with side effects because it made sense. This track was, it stood out from every, every other track on the album. You were like, you know what? You know, it makes sense. You know, 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like how, just like how medicine has, you know, rough side effects. A lot of times your emotions can have rough side effects as well. Absolutely. That's a really good way to put it. And you know, even though it has clean, clean uh, vocals here, it still hits as hard as other tracks like Animosity or um, others off the album as well, which I think is super good, super well done, how you guys orchestrated and put together this album as a whole. You can really feel the whole roller coaster of emotions, like you were saying, and I think that that is what makes your music so unique, is because you pour out real emotions into every single lyric, every single piece of your tracks. What would you guys say are your personal favorite tracks to have worked on off this album? It's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> I would say, I would say it's like vocally, vocal style. I would say definitely, definitely side effects was a fun one, and uh, New Breed was another fun one. I think for me, oh man, I think I'm gonna go with Can I Live and Animosity. The reason why I choose those two songs is just one, the energy. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to bring it on both those tracks and two um just guitarly as a guitarist like the shit that i'm doing is fun as hell on stage and the crowd eats that shit up so those two songs really resonate with me personally because you know can i live is about you know fighting through suicidal thoughts and trying to push through the negativity to live another day yeah you know, animosity is about you know somebody um that was just very toxic that was in your life for such a long time and uh you know that person there you know, you thought was someone that was close friends with you, but ended up being your enemy in the end. Um, Animosity was kind of just sweeping that shit out. So, you know, both these songs having such a big, huge meaning, and uh, all coming full circle where they meant a lot to me personally. So those would be my two favorite tracks. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's talk about Head Trip for a second. This is the, the song that really allows for the meaning behind the band's name to come to life. And I love it. For those who are unaware of your band and the music you make, what is the reasoning behind why this band formed? Okay, so like I said, it, um, for me personally, it's been a long journey. I started, I started writing and playing music in my first band back when I was 12. I just had my 33rd birthday back in March, so I've been doing this for a long time. And when I first met Jason, I mean, me and him instantly just clicked. We, we both shared the same passion for, for music and love of music. And, you know, as that's history. I mean, you see where that came, what came that. So, but I mean, music's just a way of life. And that's, you know, it's the way it's, for me, head trip means something. I'm, it, you know, being that it, it is six years old, but at the same time, I, I'm still working on what that meaning truly is. Is it, is it a feeling that we all have, that we all share? Is it, is it a style of music that we do? Is it, you know, lyrically what, what we say? Um, but a lot of it is just like, I want to be able to push how we feel and give the listeners something that they can share with emotionally, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. Um, cause music, music saved my life several times growing up. So, I mean, I want to be able to, Put that back. Definitely. Um, you know, it's crazy how this all started. It came about. I mean, originally in 2014, I started Head Trip Trauma as a solo project. Uh, it was originally known as Infection. 
was an old band I was in in high school. This was my senior year, and uh, I ended up getting that in 2015. I ended up getting the original drummer, Jake Bowie. We started working on some tracks. Head Trip was actually one of the uh, few first tracks for this album. Um, I think Head Trip was actually the second song we wrote, me and Jake, uh, before we ended up having a full lineup. Um, later on in 2016, we ended up getting our old bass player, Dylan, and uh, we picked up Peter. Um, you know, he came into the group. The chemistry was there. Um, it worked at the time with that lineup. Um, you know, through, our, through our lineup changes, though, like me and Peter really stuck together. You know, we believe in trying to make this go as far as it can possibly go, as long as the fans want us and we're there. And I feel like um, the journey for this band to get to that point um, really was just trial and error. And I, like he said, you know, how do we feel about Head Trip now? You know, what is the message? Well, obviously the message is, you know, first of all, don't fucking judge us. You know, be who you want to be. Second of all, we're the voice of the voiceless and we're sick and tired of people saying, hey, you got emotion and feelings, keep them holding in. You're a pussy if you, if you uh, have emotions or all this other bullshit that people say these days. And I want people to be able to take this as their own and really make some of this like, look, it's it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. You got a lot of shit going on. Dude, listen to our music. Don't be afraid to let that emotion out. I think that's our main goal is like, be you. Be who you want to be. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Be who, love who you want to love. Be with whoever you want to be with. And be the person that you were meant to be. You know, and I think that's what Hendrick stands for. It's just, you know, it's time to fuck shit up. But we're fucking shit up together, you know. That's the best analogy I could give. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Totally works for the band, you know. Um, I, I love how your music really dives deeply into, you know, the personal content, but it's relatable to, I'm assuming, almost every single, you know, listener to your music, you know. Um, it's awesome. And you're right. You do fuck shit up in your music. It's awesome. It's it's heavy hitting, you know. It's what new metal is, is supposed to be, you know. It's awesome. Honestly, I'm glad you said that because now that's, that's even more of a thing. Like you said about the genre shit, we are proud as fuck to be a new metal band. And a lot of people shit on new metal, but it's like we're trying to change that. Like our whole you know goal with this band is obviously write music that you know helps the fans out, but we want to be a force to be reckoned with, and we're not going to take no as an answer. And I think this album is the first step to proving that. Absolutely, I I could not agree more with you. You know, I heard something pretty interesting from Peter here. You said that you started, you know, making music in a band at 12. What was that life-defining moment for you that made you realize that music was the career path you wanted to make? I mean, ever since, ever since I was a little kid, like, you know, even younger than, than 12, like, I just, music has always been a very, something that I hold dear in my life, you know, something that is... Whatever you, no matter what feeling you're having on a specific day, there's always a favorite song that you have, or you know, a favorite melody that you hum, you know, different things like that. And it's just, but once I started my first band, um, long time ago, um, but yeah, it was. I mean, granted, we weren't very good. I mean, we were kids, but you, know, it, it's. I still have I still have a couple of of the songs that we recorded like literally just with a with a cassette tape player just pressing record on the stereo you know but but yeah like since since then it's just been music like all I ever wanted all I want to do is just be on stage all I want to do is make music share music 
It's a, it's a very, very big part of my life. Absolutely. Amen to that. Jason, would you say that you had a similar experience in choosing music? Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's crazy as fuck because I didn't really start pursuing music until I was 12 either. I got my first guitar at 12. Uh, I got this little small cheap Roses guitar with a speaker in the middle, and I made the best of it, you know? Yeah. Really getting into bands until I was like 14. Um, I've been in a couple bands. Like you said, they weren't that great, you know? When you first starting off, man, it's trial and error, you know? Right. I was in three other bands prior to Head Trip starting up, and uh, it was all learning experience. But yeah, like you said, I do it for love of music. It's literally my therapy, as you know, like what we discussed with Goldson. It's very similar to Head Trip as well, you know? It's literally therapy, but it's like hard aggression therapy, you know? Like, I literally destroy my body on stage, and I'm cool with it, because at least I know the fans got what they came to see. Yeah, if I don't... If I get off stage and I'm not hurting, then I didn't do my job. Facts. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why we're called head trip trauma. Yep. Got, time we get a head trip. No? <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know, one of the ways we connect with music is through the emotion. When it comes to your music in general, what do you want your listeners to feel when they hear certain songs like Animosity, Can I Live, Head Trip? You're not alone. And no matter what you're going through, whether it be feeling down, suicidal thoughts, having anxiety, you know, just being angry all the time, um, not feeling wanted or listened to. I mean, just put, put, on a, put on one of our songs, you know, jam out. Voice of the voiceless. And so, you know, tomorrow's not promised, but tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow's a new day. Start the day off good. Make the day yours. Own the day. I love that. I really love that. Looking forward to when bands start playing live again and and touring becomes safe, would you say that there would be any anxieties to getting on the stage again, or are you pretty excited to just let loose on stage? To be honest, I mean, the, the last show we uh, recently played was um, the Wake and Terror's Alma Lee show with Jeffrey Arrow. It was at Jacksonville Hooligans. Um, and I will be honest, we, at least I was, I was nervous as fuck. I was like, oh shit, man, we ain't played since February of 2020. And I'm just like, yeah, it was about a year since we played. Yeah. Uh, you know, not saying that we were real rusty, but I mean, obviously we ain't been on the stage in a year. It's just like, holy yeah. shit, there's people. It's like, honestly, I don't think there's a show where I'm not nervous. I'll be completely honest. You know, there's people there. It's like, I perform better on pressure. I mean, it's weird. This whole band is literally like that. Like, we'll be at practice like, fuck. And we'll know we fucked up on this part, but in reality, we play live and the fans dig it. They're like, yo, this shit was awesome. We listen back, we're like, yo, we didn't fuck up. Holy shit. So <laughs> I guess we performed better on pressure, but yes, it was extremely, it was it was a little stressful, but it was extremely rewarding after the show was all over because people were into it, people showed up, and the support was there, and we literally sold all of our merch, literally. I was just nice. like, shit, people actually dig us, and I'm I'm so happy about that. I really am. I'm extremely humbling, thankful. You know, that's all we ever wanted. We didn't give shit about the money. We just wanted the support. That was one of the first shows that we had where uh, we had a bunch of fans coming up wanting to take pictures with us and stuff. So yeah, that, just, was, that was a major. Just to have that support. I mean, that, that was just the game changer. You know? That's awesome. I love that. We did a couple of a couple of live stream shows, but I mean, it's just not the same. No, it's not. No, How? You don't have the crowd to feed off of. So, I mean, you'll get 
end up just standing there, you know, like, am I doing a good job? Like, what are they thinking at home? Right. I can't, I can't read reactions. I can't see faces. So it's like. Right. If you were stuck on an island and could listen to any two songs for the rest of your life, which would they be? Jeez. <laughs> All right. It's a good one. What happened to the easy question? <laughs> Come on, man. that's a that's a hard choice. That's really hard. Um, okay, I got you. All right, first one would be Mud Shovel by Stain, and the second one would probably be uh, People Eat the Shit by Slipknot. Nice. <laughs> um, probably one would probably have to be Spit It Out by Slipknot. Because, I mean, it's got the energy, it's got the, you know, the fastness to it. I mean, it would just be, it would be a good song to just, like, I don't know, I guess, gather coconuts to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the fuck down with your coconuts. Get down to the ground. <laughs> just um, like I do, uh, I don't know, uh, prob- probably uh, Not Falling by Mudbank. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. All good picks, all good picks. Here's hopefully an easier question for you. What was the one band or song that you listened to that changed your life forever? That changed my life forever. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of a lot of bands have, have <laughs> helped me through some dark times in my life. Yeah. I would say, honestly, as a whole, I would, it might not be a song, but honestly, a lot of Lincoln Park songs. Most yeah. Park songs have, have really helped me through dark times in my life, happy times in my life. There's a lot. I have a lot of memories, um, just of being a kid and you know listening to Lincoln Park, you know, just hanging out with friends with Lincoln Park playing in the back of some wonderful memories of, of my childhood. Um, for me, my brain is still spinning a thousand miles per second because I'm like, fuck, there's so many songs I can choose from. Um, <laughs> I kind of go with near, I'll say pretty much a majority of corn, man. You know, you, you know, Jonathan Davis, I can't say much, but I can say that everything this guy has done, said, I feel it, and it has made more of an impact on me to do what I do today than anything that I've ever listened to in my entire life. I listen to a decent amount of stuff besides metal and stuff, but corn has just always been so consistent. One song in particular probably would be Tearjerker their see you on the other side album. Nice. That's a good pick. I love it. Having been musicians for a while now, what would you say is your favorite memory about creating music in general? So, after a show, we normally go as a band, we go to Rock House. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's just a head trip tradition. Now, mind you, we we all dress up with the contacts and the blood and everything like that. So nice. Let's go to Waffle House at like two in the morning, covered in blood, just freaking out. I love it, man. Yeah, that, I mean that's one of the great memories, you know. And there was one where a lot of the one of the waitresses got really freaked out and like asked if we were okay. <laughs> yeah, we're you know <laughs> we're all in a band like you know this is part of our stage you know our stage attire you know. Um, and she was like, "Oh, that's so cool, you know." Um, she she actually um got a got a, got her picture taken with us, so she 
it's just fun, fun memories just hanging out after a show, just breaking the show down at Waffle House at like 2 or 3 in the morning. Hell yeah. Honestly, if I had to say, it would be we were um, recently recording with Will Becker over at Hot Eye Studios. We all decided to go down to his, his crib down in Wilmington, North Carolina. We stayed a couple of days down there. And we literally just fucking goofed off. We recorded and goofed off the entire time. And just the energy, yeah. the chemistry, it was great. It was literally like being a kid again and hanging out with your bros, you know what I mean? After school, yeah. hanging out with your homies, you're like, Dude, you know, you know, just talk, just play fucking video games, you know, just chill, yeah. you know, do what you do. It was like, it was like a grown-up sleepover. Yeah. I mean, we literally just, just crashed on the floor in the studio just playing video games. And writing music. And, and writing music and watching Dragon Ball Z on night, you know. Playing nice. endless Tekken matches. Oh, yeah, Tekken. <laughs> it's just great. It just, it's awesome, that, you know, to... Just to have memories like that, because you know, a lot of us, to be completely honest, you know, we do practice, but we don't see each other a whole lot because we all have individual lives and we're so busy. So when we're able to come together like that, and especially when it has to do with head trip, is extremely special. And I think just that weekend in particular, when we were finishing up the mixes, it just it was good for all of us to come together and it actually helped create two new songs, which will be on album number two. Hey, I love it. I love it. Well, let's get into that. Uh, for a second here. Um, I know you guys are about to push out your first album, which is ah, so exciting. Um, and you've already mentioned a second album in the works. What are some other goals that you have for this upcoming year? Definitely want to play more shows. Um, you know, since things are starting to open back up. Um, you know, I think honestly, we, we kind of, we're in between right now. You know, we really want to push this album. Um, but we're also eager to get back into the studio. Um, we've already, like I said, we've got two tracks already recorded, and we also have three tracks that have not been recorded. So one third of the album is already completed. You know, nice. We're just workaholics, man. We just we don't do it because it has to be done. We do it because we want to do it. You know what I mean? So right. Um, plus, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it on the cut on this album, and I think people will really enjoy it. It's not necessarily bad tracks; just tracks that we didn't feel you know met the vibe of the entire, you know, album right. itself. So um, the goal in the future will definitely be to either release a new EP mm-hmm. just to get something out there that's fresh or a new full-length album. We haven't really made up our mind on what we're going to do yet, but it is in discussion. And eventually, I'm pretty sure by the fall of this year, we will go back to the studio and start working on album number two. Hell yeah. That's exciting. I love it. I know you guys discussed a little bit about some post-show rituals, but do you have any pre-show rituals that you get into? Pre-show ritual? I mean, we get a bunch of candles, draw a star. Yeah, yeah, and we all just sit in a yeah. fatal position about come right, hey, my God. <laughs> uh, we don't do that. <laughs> pre-show rituals for, for me usually consist of me um, pacing back and forth outside, you know, um, just getting into my head getting into head trip mode because i mean you heard the album it's a it's a lot so yeah you gotta i gotta mentally prepare a lot of stretching it's usually like an hour worth of stretching and then after we're done stretching and then we usually get ready um like 20 minutes before we go on stage and then we get a little huddle and we tell people we're like all right guys it's time to fuck shit up let's go out there and give our all nothing less very similar with you know, I guess with other bands, you know, a lot of bands do it. We're all getting a huddle. We're like, all right, guys, it's time to nut up or shut up. These people have never seen us. 
Let's kick some fucking ass and give them a show. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you guys weren't making music in general, what would you say that you would be doing in place of that? I don't know. I might, I might probably be a YouTuber, I guess, you know? Yeah. Play some video games. Honestly, something with video games. I, 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 yeah. was, I was starting college when, uh, for game design and, uh, game, being a game director, but, uh, my daughter was born, so I, you know, I had a, I gave that up, and then I started, uh, started working, so, you know, and then shortly okay. after that, shortly after that is when I met these guys, so, it's been music ever since, music every day ever since. I got you. Um, for me, <clears throat> I'd probably be a professional wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I would, I'd be at the NXT Performance Center right now, training with, like, Kane and all them motherfuckers in the training center. <laughs> I've been wanting to be a professional wrestler. You know, it's funny, you know, I'm not going to go too off topic here, but before I did Head Trip, I was going to go to school to be a professional wrestler. And the reason why I did fulfill that is because I went through some dark shit and we wrote uh, The Haymaker. And uh, instead of fulfilling that dream, I fulfilled this dream. So if I wasn't doing music, I'd probably be wrestling. I love it. I, I love that you guys, you know, obviously have a whole range of hobbies and interests, but you guys found a really strong and pure love in music making, and you guys really honed your craft in it, and you guys are putting out some badass music. It's awesome. Thank you. Of course. As we're coming to a close to our time here, do you guys want to take a second and plug your social media so that our listeners can go and find your new music? Definitely. Um, <clears throat> Spotify, um, Apple Music, Deezer, um, you know, we're also on all social media. See Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, pretty much anything in social media. I mean, you can get Reverb Nation, and you can pretty much find us anywhere, um, except for OnlyFans. We don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> you have to lock on that. You don't do TikTok either. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's it's too crazy with TikTok. So good shit on it. Don't get me wrong. It's some good stuff. I just, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you. To be a... But, well, um, I... I I would just like to say, you know, thank you to everyone from the bottom of my heart, you know, the bottom of my soul, you know, thank you to everyone who listens to us, um, likes us, follows us. Um, we got some, some really dedicated fans and I, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more thankful and more, and you know, you, you guys are the reason why we do this. You know, this, you are our inspiration. You drive us to be better. And to, to give you guys our all, you know, you deserve our, everything that you can produce, you deserve it. Definitely. The crown will never stop. And this is only the beginning. The album, you know, the EP was an appetizer. The album is the meal. Prepare for the dessert, baby, because it's coming. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm so stoked, guys. Well, I enjoyed you know, talking to you guys and learning more again about your, your music and what makes Head Trip Trauma so unique in the scene right now. And I wish you the best of luck on all of your future endeavors. Seriously, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And real shout out to you straight up. You know, you've been a supporter of us since day one. And, you know, I cannot thank the sound chick enough for having us on here. Thank you, Haley, so much for, you know, supporting us throughout this entire process and just being consistent with uh, showing your support. Thank you. 
And as always, major shout out to the listeners of this podcast. Please don't hesitate to go and check out Side Effects in your spare time. Head Trip Trauma totally knocked it out of the park with their first full-length debut album. My personal favorite tracks off Side Effects are Can I Live, Animosity, and of course the title track. In addition to that, I have gone and reviewed the full-length album on my website. This is where I dive in a little bit deeper to each and every song, what makes them unique, I go through the instrumentalization, the vocals, the lyrics, everything. To access this review, you can go to www.thesound-chick.com forward slash albums. But if you want to stay up to date on any more artist interviews or music reviews I do, you can follow my social media on Twitter, Instagram at RealSoundChick or go to my website at www.thesound-chick.com. Again, that's follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at RealSoundChick, or go to my website at www.thesound-chick.com. I appreciate y'all's continual support, and I look forward to having you on the next broadcast. As always, rock on, my dudes! The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by the interview subject belong solely to themselves and not necessarily the SoundChick or its sponsors. We thank you for tuning in and look forward to seeing you on the next broadcast.